But it's now time for the Rural News with Sally Murphy. Kia ora, Sally. China's going to stop importing frozen deer velvet from Aotearoa. Yes, from May next year, China will stop accepting frozen velvet imports bound for its traditional medicinal market, deciding to use dried velvet only. New Zealand exported around $70 million worth of deer velvet to China last year, most of which was frozen. Ministry for Primary Industry staff are currently in Beijing, negotiating with Chinese authorities to work out if New Zealand can continue sending frozen velvet there for other uses other than pharmaceuticals. Dear Industry New Zealand Chief Executive Innes Moffat told farmers MPI is trying to push out the deadline so that the 2024-25 season isn't affected and to provide the industry more time to adjust. Long term, it will be positive because we will have clearer access into China for both dried velvet and also for frozen velvet eventually. So certainly short term, this creates uh, some uncertainties, uh, but it's certainly our expectation that we will have better access and more secure access for all of our velvet exports into China. Innes Moffat says there is processing capacity to enable the export export of more dried velvet, but over time that may need to be scaled up. MPI says resolving the matter is a key priority. To other news, it's a tale of two hemispheres when it comes to the beef market. Rabobank's latest beef quarterly report says in North America the cattle kill is dropping, but demand for beef is really strong, so prices are higher. But in the southern hemisphere, in countries like Brazil, Australia and New Zealand, more cattle are being culled, but demand for product is softer. Rabobank Animal Proteins Analyst Angus Giddybeard says that's pushing down prices for farmers here. Cattle prices in New Zealand uh, a couple of weeks ago, just before I wrote the quarterly, um, were looking like they were going back up, but then they've eased back down again. I know back to 5.95 for that North Island bull price schedule price at the moment, um, which is on par with with the five-year average. But um, yeah, just a little bit weaker, I suppose, given that demand and the and the supply chains that are full of product, particularly in that Asian market. Angus Gidley-Beard says even though demand for beef is lifting in the US, demand from Asia really needs to pick up before prices can improve. Rural Woman New Zealand is urging the new government not to forget about the needs of women living outside the country's main centres. National President Jill Naylor says they're looking forward to working with the new coalition government. She hopes it runs a rural lens over every decision to make sure there's equitable access to government services for all. It's wonderful to see so many rural-based MPs and the number of women. And we will just wait to see how it all pans out. We can only hope for a better perspective on all things rural as we go forward. Because it's not where the main population lives, it can tend to get forgotten, but we are a very, very important part of New Zealand. That's Jill Naylor. Right, it's time to get the latest from the sale yards around the country with Suze Bremner from AgriHQ. Well, in the South Island, buyers have stepped out of the yards and onto farms for the annual lamb sales. Now, these really ramp up just after the Canterbury Show Week, and a lot of lambs have headed off on trucks from the farms in the last few weeks. So while prices were never going to match last year's levels, the results have been very positive, and the reports from stock agents are that these sales have actually exceeded expectations. So a few recent ones to mention are Espel Station and Amberley where 3,300 lambs made $70 to $145, and at the Beautiful Valley sales where most of the lambs sold for similar levels. And how's the store cattle market going? 
Well, that store cattle trading around the country, it has all been all go, and I'm really pleased to say that the markets have been ticking along well. North Island store cattle prices are actually rivaling last year's levels, despite schedules being well below. The demand for younger stock is being led by excess grass in many regions, and as well as buyers looking for alternatives to the flaming lamb market. At Frankton, yearling dairy beef bulls that were around 325 to 375 kilos um, are currently trading 40 cents per kilo up on last year's levels. And dairy beef wieners continue to sell well. Yeah, they sure do. And the South Island Yards have joined in on the action in the last week as well, with Tamuka selling 1,800 calves last Friday. So their Frisian bulls averaged 100 kilos and $480 while um, Charolais, Frisian, Steers and Heifers were very popular and the Steers made 590 to $650 and the Heifers were 510 to 595 That's Suze Bremner. Alliance is rolling out new technology in its processing plants that helps hunt out the best cuts of meat. It's been trialling probes which use artificial intelligence to measure the inter- intramuscular fat levels in lamb and marbling percentages in beef at its Timaru and Omaru plants over the past nine months. And it's now rolling them out across all seven plants. Data will be given back to farmers so they can learn about more about the quality of meat they're supplying and make improvements if needed. The world-leading tech was developed by Australian company MEQ. Its chief executive, Remo Cabone, explains how the probes work. It's like a handheld device. It has a screen on it to help the operator understand what they're doing and it has a series of needles that come out of that. Inside those needles is fibre optic and the fibre optic emits a light and the the meat and the, the fat and the the collagen, all the um, all the traits, all the aspects of the biology of the carcass react to that light. They provide a, a light back to us, and we utilise that to have spectral data. That spectral data is a bit like think of it like a digital fingerprint. And then we are able then we build an algorithm that's ground truth in lab data and other traits, the other other baselines, and then we then provide that, that value instantaneously. Remo Cabone says the probes are being used in meat plants across Australia, so it's been great to expand into New Zealand. And that's the rural news for this week. Koe Rati Porongo o te tai whenua.